Coming your way from Malawi is here in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo, Utah. Welcome to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and on BYU Basketball's Facebook page on Facebook Live. Greg and the coach with you until uh, 8 o'clock on this Tuesday night. We've got Colby Leifson as this week's player guest. The Cougars get ready to begin WCC play. Coach Rose, I uh, hope it was a happy holidays and Merry Christmas for you and your family. Sounds like it was. You guys got together up in the state of Washington. Yeah, we had a great time. We uh, went to Spokane and visited Chanel and Brock and our four granddaughters. And um, Actually, the Wednesday night before we played uh, Cal State Bakersfield, uh, we had Garrett and, uh, and Brooke and our four grandsons at our place and opened a few presents. They went to Las Vegas for the um, – for the holiday and it was interesting facetiming them on uh christmas day with about nine inches of snow in the front yard in spokane and then they're in the backyard jumping in a pool in vegas so <laughs> it was a two-part christmas for your family this week it was, it was different the, yeah it was the uh the warm part and the cold part and uh so you're up in spokane uh for the holidays and just to remind folks that's where part of your family is right now right yeah that's yeah. where chanel and brock live they live in liberty lake which is kind of halfway between spokane and coeur and it's interesting every time we go up there, going through the airport and going to the mall and get recognized by a few people, and uh, <laughs> they kind of wonder what I'm doing there. Of the Zag there. persuasion, yeah. 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 But uh, uh, looking forward to uh, getting started. We had a, what we did. We had a great holiday. And, you know, it's interesting because I didn't really go back and look at it, but I can't really remember uh, 20 years at BYU, and there have not been very many Christmases where we haven't got together as a team on Christmas. I, I remember flying back. Uh, from different places um, and trying to find a place open to eat uh, for to feed our players on Christmas night. One time we, the Marriott actually fed us, but they didn't have anything warm. Uh, that would, well, The chef wasn't there, so everything was like cold cuts and, and salads. Cubbies opened one time for us on Christmas night, uh, but uh, it's tough to get a meal here Christmas evening, and, uh, and this year we didn't see them on Christmas. We saw them yesterday when uh, we started practice, but... Uh, I think everybody enjoyed the holidays and look forward to get, getting started yep. and, uh, and uh, you know, going right into league play. After the game last Thursday, the Bakersfield win, uh, you gave the guys, I think you said maybe the longest break that you could recall, recall the guys having, so they really were gone for the entire holiday. I talked to LJ today. He was able to go home to Houston. 80 and degrees. Meet up with his family. Yeah, he Christmas said day. Left and it was 78 or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everybody, uh, LJ, I mean, Eli went back to Atlanta uh, and, and – you know, I think the, 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 the thing I've always really tried to protect is Christmas Eve, where the guys can actually go home and, and spend Christmas Eve with their family. We've, we've brought them back, back Christmas night a lot, but it was nice to be able to let them have uh, not only Christmas Eve, but, uh, but Christmas you know, Day off, and uh, now we got them back. Nice to go into the holiday weekend as you did off a couple of wins. A couple of home wins last week, Idaho State and Bakersfield, which were the last two games you would play until league play begins, and that's, and that's this week. So I know you're happy with how the guys uh, played heading into the break. Well, you know, I think the, obviously the, the feel of winning is uh, it, it's, it's nice, a lot nicer than when you get beat. You, you, your mind always tries to figure out how you can correct everything. But I, I think besides the fact that, the feeling of, of, of our wins with the fact that we had a lot of guys play well. And some guys who have been struggling actually found parts of their game that uh, hopefully will give them confidence going into this next weekend. 
And uh, BYU heads into this weekend at 9-4 and four in the non-conference portion of the schedule. Santa Clara in town on Thursday and then at LMU on Saturday. Make it into this a bit later, but uh, this is kind of a switch from the old travel partner format where you're going to have a lot of weekends where it's uh, one game home and one game away. Well, it's always been uh, since we got five years into the WCC. Um, the first year there were where there were nine of us, and so we had some odd weekends. But once we added Pacific, it was – Pretty much uh, two on the road, two at home, two on the road, two at home. Uh, and then every once in a while you get back-to-back -back where you get double at home and, and double. But uh, this year we're going back to what it was like in the Mountain West Conference. The only the big difference is in the Mountain West Conference we played Wednesday, Saturday. Now we're playing Thursday, Saturday where you only have that one day and that'll be, that'll be a travel day most of the time during the year, either traveling home or uh, traveling you know on the road. Mm -hmm. I think we have uh, one – uh, or two double games, but it's nine weeks. It's Thursday, Saturday, and we'll get us, get ourselves a champion at the end. No bye weeks for anyone. Nine straight weeks of uh, two games, Thursday, Saturday, every week. You mentioned guys uh, playing better, guy, and, and you've had to have a lot of guys play well because you're a little thinner than you thought you'd be at this time of year. Uh, Elijah Bryant is still on the mend, and uh, and KD was in an interesting situation. Kyle Davis, you were trying to manage his knee situation. You guys have come to a conclusion on how things are going to go for KD, and unfortunately it's not uh, the news that uh, BYU fans hope to hear. No, and I, f I feel so bad for, for Kyle and Kelly, and I, I just think that those are the hardest, well, the hardest ones when you have surgery in the middle of the year and there's no more eligibility left, and he'll have surgery probably the end of this week or the first of next week, and so it'll end his season, and, and he is determined – uh, to be with the guys and to help us in a leadership role. But uh, actual time on the court, uh, he's seen his last minutes. And uh, I, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've dealt with this quite a few times in our careers as coaches. And even as, as a father, my, my daughter Chanel was a player here at BYU and she played on a Sweet 16 team that uh, got beat by, I think, uh, Tennessee um, a few years ago and went back in Iowa. And, and that was her junior year, and she was coming back for her senior year, and she couldn't get cleared to play. And that was the last, you know, time for her with eligibility remaining where she couldn't play. And it's tough. It's uh, You spend so much time, basically your whole life, preparing for that, and you get to that point, and then it doesn't uh, work out for you. So um, I, I feel for Kyle, but uh, what I do know is this is a – um, an unbelievable, uh, you know, young man. He he is prepared for life. Uh, his uh, his degree from the Marriott School of Business will be, you know, terrific for him. But uh, really disappointed that he can't finish his his senior season. And the hope was once he got into the season and and you know either tweaked or re-injured or had to deal with whatever he's dealing with. The hope was to maybe try and get him through and maybe try and not practice him a lot, get him in games, and that went for a little while, but I guess it just got to a point. Yeah, the Illinois game kind of was the, the killer. He got in there, and he just could not explode off of that thing. He was kind of dragging it around. and So we brought him home, and I said, you know what, let's practice. Let's practice hard, go after it, see what, see what's, where we're at and what's gonna, how it will respond. And we had that Tuesday game, so we practiced on Monday, and, and Tuesday could hardly walk. He went through – well, you know, shoot around, and he was just pushing himself and pushing himself. Uh, but it was there was so much pain and a little bit of swelling, and so we, we sent him back to the doctor, and the doctor said, hey, this is how it's going to be unless you get it repaired, and so that's where he's at. Mm. What are they going to try and do with the knee when they operate, do you know? Don't, don't really know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's one that he's had operated on before, and he knew that he was kind of, 
you know, just pushing it and hoping that it would respond. But, uh, you know, it's hard to explain how that happens. I, I, you know, every guy is, is unique, and he goes through so many small injuries that turn into major injuries and major things where other guys recover from. And it, it, if you try to, you know, really – you know, put too much thought into it, and it can just drive you crazy. And the bottom line is, you just kind of have to accept uh, how it happens, and then move on and uh, support the, the the players the very best you can. And I don't know. I know that Kyle will be. Uh, he'll be one of the alumni that will be right involved. He's he loves the game. He loves the guys. He's a, a likable guy, and uh, I think that uh, he'll be around for. Uh, supporting our teams for a long time. Well, his uh, his junior season just sh showed how, how big a part he was going to be in his senior year, and so you do miss a lot of what he was going to give you. It's a good thing you've, you've got uh, Yoli Childs in a position to contribute the way he has, but uh, KD will certainly be missed. You know, and, and, uh, and Jamal has really um, surprised us. You know, we, the, the, the word on Jamal last year around this time was that his feet weren't going to hold up, and I think he and, and Coach Shork, our strength and conditioning coach, have have really kind of hit it off, and, and Eric has really helped him to get through. And, and, and Jamal's given us good minutes. Uh, another great thing for our program today was Corb showed up yesterday, Corbin Kafusi. And, uh, you know, Corb has surprised all of us uh, in the two days that he's practiced with us uh, and really shouldn't surprise us, but it has. Uh, our, 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 our system is pretty – pretty set we can bring guys in who played here 10 years ago and practice for a day or two with us and we're pretty much doing the same thing that we did they can jump right in and and Corb has more experience than anyone on our team as far as game experience he's played in 70 games and I don't think we have anyone who's played in 50 games and so uh you, we threw him in there yesterday and uh, you know defensive um you know uh, concepts he picked up really quick. He he uses his hands way too much, uh, and, and that's going to be an issue. He's going to – those defensive linemen, I think they uh, that's part of uh, how they live is, is uh, using their hands and getting people off them and moving, and he's going to have to really control that. But uh, I can see Corp stepping in and helping us, uh, you know, maybe this weekend. It's exciting to hear. Folks, we're at the, a little late for our first break, so we'll take that break. We'll come back with more from Coach Rose here at Malawi's. For a fast, healthier, and family-friendly dining experience, come to Malawi's Pizza and enjoy any of our gourmet pizzas, pastas, salads, and dessert pizzas located in Provo. That's where we do the show every week. We're also in Lehigh and Spanish Fork. We're coming to you live on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network from Malawi's in Provo. It's BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Coming off back-to-back -back wins, BYU opening WCC play this week. Welcome back to Malawi's Pizza here in the shops at Riverwoods for BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. On the new skin, Cougar IMG Sports Network. You can hear us on KSL News Radio, the BYU Cougars app. You can see us on the uh, Facebook Live and also BYU Basketball uh, Instagram pages as well. Right to Coach Rose uh, with uh, the two games, league games this week. Uh, the, the focus shifts now to a conference uh, title chase and race. And uh, through the non-league portion of play, uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's have kept themselves in the national rankings with a really strong uh, non-conference showing. Yeah, this is, a, this is a challenge. Talked to our guys about it yesterday. I, I think that uh, every, everybody gets a little bit, you know, things change when you get to conference games. Everyone's a lot more familiar with things. And I think that this, this thing with, with Santa Clara is we're a lot more familiar with their personnel than their – their program because they got a new coach and what the, and how they're running and, and their system and and Herb is much uh, uh, more deliberate than uh, Kerry and uh, and the teams before they, they they were pretty up tempo 
this is a, a much more controlled offense where they shoot late in the shot clock and much more like a lot of the other teams in the league. And so, uh, uh, you know, we'll prepare for that. But uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the, 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 the interesting thing here will be how our young guys actually uh, can, can respond to how how familiar the, these teams will be. They, they, it's a great league. They scout so well. Other programs, they're going to take things away. Just the same things that we're doing. We we're really familiar with with Jared Brown, Brownwich and Brownridge and and with uh, you know with Cratch and you know I mean the the uh, KJ Fagan you know these guys that have played. So uh, league league always gets you know gets you pretty uh, excited about playing and. And just know it's going to be a real challenge. It's funny. I'm sure a lot of people in the league uh, look at BYU and, man, let's say those, those players have been around forever. And with the mission, sometimes it is that way. But I know yeah. even without a mission, it feels like Jared Brownridge has been somebody you've been game planning for for a long, long time. Yeah, and he had 30 the other night at Valpo. Yeah. And I think he's one of the top eight or nine, maybe ten players in, uh, in college basketball as far as scoring is concerned in his career. It was like Tyler a few years ago. He was, uh, you know, one of the top scorers and active points leader. Yeah, active, yeah. active point, yeah. points leader. And, and, and Jared's right there, along with Alec Peters, the guy that uh, uh, we played from Valpo. And I think uh, in the Valpo game, I think he might have had 35 when Brownridge had 30. I think yeah. in that game. And it, it was a, a double overtime game, yeah. and they won it. So you can imagine how the momentum that they feel. They got their point guard back who had missed 12 games, and he plays for the first time in the season, and and, and they win a big game on the road. So. Uh, we're going to have to, you know, deal with that momentum that they have and, and, and shut it down. And, and hopefully uh, we get a nice crowd and get some good energy in the building. And and uh, for the most part, I think BYU fans are going to get to see us play at home almost for uh, maybe, I think, nine, eight or nine straight weeks. But uh, there's maybe one week in there where we're gone But uh, for both both nights. But you're going to get a Thursday-Saturday home game, and that's that, that'll be nice for fans. Santa Clara on Thursday, LMU on Saturday, and uh, just before the break, what what Santa Clara did at uh, at Valpo was even more impressive, considering what they had just come off of. They were up 11, under seven to go at Washington State, and Wazoo goes on a 14-zip run, steals that game late. So they had to recover from a real gut punch on the road to stay on the road, go to a place that is really hard to win at Valpo and get it done. So it tells you a bit about the character Herb Index yeah, team right they're, now. They're, they're, I mean, as far as where the team is is that obviously they're still really together and it's a group that uh is catching on and and uh you know really uh buying into what the the coaches and their staff and it's it's you know that that's that's difficult when uh, you've taken a couple early season losses like that but obviously they're uh they've got them going and then, and then lmu went to colorado state and got a big win in fort collins which is a, a really hard place to play and so uh last second three to win there hit a, hit a late shot and uh won that so you know they, all these games are big and they're all uh you know a uh, a real challenge and and you know we'll, we'll see this this is uh you know it's, it's funny to think that the guy who hasn't uh hasn't been with us for the first 13 games is the guy that's got the most experience corp knows the all this leaning on yeah corp yeah. knows all this more than any of the guys eric's been through it and nick's been through it but just once, once. And uh, Corp's been through it twice. So uh, I actually feel good to have him there, especially some of the foul trouble that Eric's been in and, 
And uh, we'll see how many minutes we can get him and, and see how the guys all adjust to it. It's going to be a fun weekend uh, for those reasons and others. And uh, as we head into this commercial break, uh, we'll tell you that Colby Lafson is coming up on the other side of the break for a couple of segments. Uh, what would you say to introduce uh, Colby to our audience tonight? Well, you know, C Colby has been, uh, uh, you know, kind of the guy that is, uh, is has been asked to do everything for us. And he's been, uh, you know, a guy that we really – uh, lean on as far as a, a perimeter shooter and then we we lean on him as a scout guy and then we put him in a game and expect him to make shots and uh, uh, he's learning our system learning defensively what we do and how we do it but uh, really pleased he's one of those guys that comes every day ready to play one of the hardest working guys he's in the gym late uh, this new practice facility is great for him because he's he's one of those guys who loves to be in the gym and he can get in at his you know, convenience and early in the morning, late at night, and uh, we're really excited to have him. All right, that is Colby Lafson. He's coming up right after this. We'll take a break here at Malawi's Pizza in the shops of Riverwoods. It is BYU basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Basketball Facebook Live. Welcome back to Malawi's for BYU basketball with Dave Rose here on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Greg Grubel, Coach Rose, and welcome to the program for the first time as a BYU Cougar. One more round of applause for Colby Lafson joining us tonight. BYU freshman guard, Colby Lafson out of uh, Sewanee, Georgia. And you told me during the break that uh, in the flight back home for all the holidays, it's only about a 45-minute drive uh, from Atlanta to Sewanee, so roughly a Salt Lake to Provo type of commute for you. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, tell us about the family that you went back to uh, on the weekend here for the holidays. How big and uh, who was home? Um, so both my little brothers I got to see for the first time. I snuck home one time in October, but so it had been a few months. And then... Both my parents were there, and we actually got to FaceTime my sister because she's serving a mission in Kirtland, Ohio, so it was really cool to FaceTime her. So you're a family of four kids then? Yes, So sir. two brothers, a sister, yourself, and two folks, and uh, a mission in Kirtland, huh? How long has she been yes, out? Yes, sir. She's been out like five and a half months. Those are always good days, the FaceTime days with the missionaries, and uh, so a good happy holiday for you guys? Yes, sir, for sure. Uh, best thing you got, your favorite gift you opened? <laughs> Um, probably the flight home, having some help with that. <laughs> it, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you are a college student after all. Uh, Coach Rose, uh, how did Colby Lafson end up at BYU? You know, we, uh, we've watched Colby play uh, three or four different times, and then when, when we had a lot of, uh, you know, what, what, whatever you call it, a, a transition at our place with a lot of guys – uh, leaving and, and we, we really were out looking for a shooter and uh, we went out in the spring and watched him play at, uh, we were down in, in uh, Atlanta watching a AAU tournament and Kobe was playing with a group and we watched him and, and really felt like he was a guy that we needed to keep on our radar and then things changed during the spring and summer and so we went out in the summer and saw him play quite a bit and uh and then we, we, you know, realized that there was a, a mission call, and, and, and the mission call was at a, such a an, an awkward time for a player to, to have a mission call where you don't leave until the middle of October, the end of October, just to try to kind of manage that. Um, either either way, uh, you you know, you go and then you come back, and that first year you're probably going to have to to redshirt getting home so late. So, anyways, we started to talk through it a little bit, and I think it was a real surprise. Uh, to Colby that, that it would be an option that way and he talked with his bishop and his bishop talked with the stake president and before you knew it we were actually talking about maybe uh, delaying that for a little while and then uh, then having him come and, and uh, it, 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 I think it's worked out well and and uh, now we look forward for him to uh, 
uh, resubmit everything and, and, and get the date that he's going to go on after he gets out of the, off them of the year. But the mission call that you have is going to stay the same, correct? Yes, sir. You're Santos, going to Brazil, Brazil. right? Yes, going, sir. Going to Santos, Brazil. And so you'll be just a, a one-semester student and then take – or rather, a one-season one student and take off in the spring then? Yes, sir. Okay, and then uh, you'll be back in a couple of years to play some more BYU basketball. Colby Lafson is our guest here on the Coaches Show. And, uh, Colby, once you found out that uh, this BYU thing was a possibility as soon as this fall, um, pretty excited about it? Uh, a little nervous? How were you? Yes, sir, I was very excited. And I think uh, most of the schools that were recruiting me knew that this would be the ideal situation for me. So once they found out, they kind of they knew it was going to happen. Yeah, you, you must have visited BYU at some point before before coming officially. Yeah? So my sister went to her freshman year here before her mission, and when she came out here, I came out and dropped her off with my parents. So I had experience. When did you first get to meet the guys as a team? Um, on my official, so that would be August 1st. Yeah. Okay, and uh, what were your impressions of that first meeting with the team? I thought they were good guys. I, I could tell they were good guys and good energy and stuff, but I, I knew they were goofy too, so I like that. <laughs> that suits you a little bit? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Uh, coming up in the next segment here with uh, Colby, he'll be taking our 10-question uh, pop quiz, and the players recently been doing very, very well on this. And again, uh, there, 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 are only, there are some wrong answers, <laughs> but uh, a lot of the answers are just uh, come from you and your experience and there, where there are no right or wrong answers. That's coming up in a little bit. Before we head to the break, uh, you are known as kind of a three-point specialist, at least here at BYU. Was that kind of your reputation in high school too, or uh, tell us about high school days that way? Yes, sir. I'd, I'd say definitely a three-point specialist. But I, I don't like that term because I'm trying to grow my game, so that kind of <laughs> keeps me down. But, I, yeah, I, I definitely was. What about that, Coach Rose, in terms of growing a game and being more than just a good outside shooter? Well, I, I think that uh, he's really committed to it. Uh, but but the, the one thing about it, when you talk about a guy like, like say, Chase Fisher, you know, he, he came here as a guy who uh, in the past had shot a lot of threes and made a lot of threes, and that's how Colby comes here. And when Chase left, I think he, he left with uh, not only a lot of three-point records that we, we have, but uh, – uh, he also had really improved his game, and I don't I don't want to put a, a, a ton of pressure on, on on players when they come in to, but I do really encourage guys to to want to make your mark to get started here to really do what you do well, and then we'll we'll work on the rest of the stuff as we go. But if uh, if you're a rebounder, let's come in here and really rebound, and if you're a defender, let's defend. If you're a three point shooter, let's let's not just shoot them, let's make them, and then uh, you know make our our mark from there. I was talking with uh, Lee Kamar at practice today, and he said that, uh, you know, because Lee does a lot of charting of, of, of practice shooting, and he says Colby is usually right top of the list when it comes to three-point shooting uh, in, in practice sessions. We, yeah, we, we, we chart everything that we do in, in, uh, in warm-ups and during scrimmages and during live, uh, you know, drills and, and everything that we do, and, and Colby's right at the top almost every day. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, visit some more with a Colby Lafson as we're at Malawi's for BYU basketball with Dave Rose on the new Skin Cougar, IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Basketball Facebook Live. BYU Basketball and Dave Rose's radio show brought to you by Smith's Market Fresh Groceries, fresh food for your family and fuel for your vehicle. Low prices, Market Fresh at Smith's. Welcome back to Malawi's here in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo for BYU Basketball with Dave Rose here on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Basketball's Facebook page via Facebook Live. Greg and the coach visiting with Colby Lafson, the freshman guard out of Sewanee, Georgia. Uh, as a kid growing up, well, first of all, Born and raised in Georgia or moved to, or how's that been? My whole life in Sewanee. 
Now, Coach Rose, somebody who's been born, who's born and raised in what we call the Deep South, would you expect more of an accent from, uh, <laughs> from Colby than we've, than we've got? Yeah, I, I think that uh, his dad was raised here in Utah, though. I think that's what kind of calmed it all down. <laughs> Where's your mom from? Uh, Macon, Georgia. Yeah. So My they, grandparents got it big time. Her, her parents <laughs> got it big time. Now, growing up, uh, what was uh, uh, were you a fan of all kinds of sports or gravitated toward basketball, or how was it for you? I played baseball until about seventh grade, but it, I, it just wasn't too – I was probably a better baseball player when I quit, but I just – I didn't love it like I love basketball. Football? Nope, never tried it. I was, I was a softy. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing out of it, I hope. Were you a fan of the Falcons? Um, not too big. They so usually, football's not really, not really a big deal for they you. Were, they were a disappointment my whole childhood. So. <laughs> How about college football? Um, I've always followed BYU, but never never too big. When Georgia was good, when I was in elementary school, everybody was Georgia fans, so I tried to hop on that bandwagon, but I wasn't really a Georgia fan. Okay, so but in your neck of the woods, is it most, mostly Bulldogs? Mostly think? Bulldogs, and Georgia Tech's close second. Yeah, I, I like, uh, of course, I've had a, I've never called a game at Georgia. I've called a couple games at uh, Georgia Tech. I love just getting to the south for f- football of any kind. All right, uh, let's just uh, trot out uh, this week's 10-question pop quiz for you, Colby, if you're ready for this. You ready to go? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, here we go. Um, which of these current NBA players was not born in the state of Georgia? Not born in the state of Georgia. Right. Okay, your options are Dwight Howard, Jay Crowder, Derek Favors, Paul Millsap, and Al Farouk Aminu. Oh, Al Farouk Aminu actually went to school near me. but So you know that he's, he, he's a Georgian. He qualifies. Jay right? Crowder? Uh, it's actually Paul Millsap. Oh, he, I knew he went to Louisiana Tech. Yeah, so, so Millsap's a Louisiana guy. All the rest uh, were born uh, in the state of Georgia. Okay, uh, number two, Star Wars, Star Trek, or pass on both? Um, pass on both. Okay. Uh, number three, this kind of cheese was developed in 1874 <laughs> by Joseph Steinwand at his cheese factory in Wisconsin. It looks similar to cheddar due to, the, uh, due to the color, but it's softer, has a more open texture, and higher moisture content. The flavor is much milder and creamier than when compared to cheddar. What is the name of this cheese? Probably Colby cheese. It's Colby cheese. <laughs> yes, very nicely done. Uh, number four, Yoli Child's jersey number is? Um, 23. 23 is correct. Uh, number five, when Atlanta had an NHL team, National Hockey League team, what was the name of the, the franchise? Thrashers. Very nicely done. Atlanta Thrashers. And before that, I would give you the Atlanta Flames would also qualify. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they moved to Calgary, and that's, that's my town. All right, as a high school senior, your free throw percentage and the number of three-pointers you made were the same number. What is that number? 93. 93 is correct. Uh, number seven, which of your BYU teammates is the best dunker? Best uh, Yoli. Yo gets that. Uh, eight. Jimmer Fredette is BYU's career leader in three-point field goals made. But who is BYU's career leader in threes made per game? It's not Jimmer. Threes made per game. I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint if you want one. Yeah, I'll take a hint. Small one, though. He's been talked about on tonight's show already. <laughs> Lee. Uh, oh. uh, Chase Fisher. Oh. Chase geez. Fisher is the only guy that's ever averaged three-plus threes per game. He was at 3.03. Uh, number nine, Alex Lifeson is the lead guitarist for which iconic rock band? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Um, genre? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a classic rock band. Oh, classic rock band, yeah. my bad. Um, the answer's Rush. 
Oh, I would have never guessed yeah, that. Yeah, now you'll always know, though. Alex Lifeson, Colby Lifeson. There's a connection there. Tim. Alex Lifeson is the leader. Tim Lacombe would have got that. Oh, he would have. Yeah. Timmy gets that immediately. Yeah. But just because of that tie-in between yourself and Alex Lifeson, I'm going for that. And I wanted to make sure when you came in, how does he really pronounce his name? If it was Lifeson, I would have been pretty happy. Uh, number 10, against which team did you score your first points as a BYU Cougar? Coastal Carolina? Coppin State. Coppin State. Coppin State on a three-pointer. All right. Okay. You did. Uh, you did. Uh, you did fairly well. Seven or ten? Yeah, roughly uh, around seven for ten. That's but passing in my book. It, right it's now. an admirable <laughs> effort. Absolutely. Just coming off the holiday break. Fans, give it up for Colby Lavesen tonight. We're back with more from Coach Rose after this on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Welcome back to Malawi's Pizza here in the shops at Riverwoods for BYU basketball. Dave Rose, run the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Hear us on the radio, see us on Facebook Live. We're brought to you in part by Minky Couture, designer luxury blankets. Greg Grubel, Dave Rose with you till the top of the hour. Our thanks again to Colby Lafson joining us as this week's uh, player guest. Uh, one of the coaches today told me at practice, Coach, that uh, Colby is usually one of those uh, first-in, last-out guys, whether it's practice or game day. Yeah, I, and, you know, he's... he's uh He's worked so hard, and like I said before, he, he's in a tough spot because he's one of the guys whose role is kind of determined by what happens that night. And, uh, um, you know, he, he, those are the hardest ones. If you know you're going to play 10, 12, 14 minutes a game, you can get ready for it and prepare for it. Uh, and some nights he may play 12, 15 minutes, and the next night he might get two or three. So he's always got to be ready, and he's a guy that is, uh, has really uh, – he kind of blossomed in that role and hit two big threes for us, you know, when, in our comeback at Illinois. We uh, didn't quite, you know, win that thing. But uh, his confidence is growing and uh, his work ethic is uh, is exceptional. And a fun personality, nice to be around and oh, talk with. Oh, yeah, great guy. And, great yeah. guy to be around. And, you know, he, he's uh, – he, he's – you can just see him every team meal, every time we he's with a different group of guys. So he kind of fits in with everybody. And I mean, I'm happy for his mom and dad and, and his brothers. I mean, his sister, I met her while she was out here. And, uh, you know, the, I, I think they're all excited that he's here and doing well and, and look forward to uh, um, see how he finishes. After we cut him loose for a couple of years uh, following this season. All right, uh, let's uh, get to some Q&A for Coach Rose. We're taking your questions for the coach uh, here at Malawi's and also uh, off, the, uh, off the social media. Let's start off with uh, intern Phil. Phil Hyatt's got the wireless mic. Phil, who do we have first? Yeah, first, first question we have is from Bill. My question is for the coach. If a game is played at, say, 7 o'clock at night, when does the team eat their last meal before they play? And what do they eat? Good question. We're, we're four-and-a-half-hour group. Some teams are four hours. I like them to be a little bit hungry when they're playing, and hopefully it's uh, not just physically hungry, that mentally they're, they're ready to go. And uh, what they eat is uh, kind of a combination between uh, our Diops guy and our strength and conditioning coach, and they put the menus together, and then we order them at the hotels. We we have food catered to uh, uh, the Marriott Center, so after our shoot around, we can go right to uh, the room there. And uh, you know, they would be they would be much uh, um, you know better to, to tell you why in you know the the system, but there's usually three proteins and quite a few carbs involved in that. Uh, we uh, We've kind of gotten rid of all the desserts, which the coaches are upset about. But uh, I think that uh, it's uh, uh, it's a good mixture, and, and I think the guys really like it. All right, thanks for the question. Appreciate that. Before we get to our next question, it's moving day or moving days around your office right now, isn't it? Yeah, today was a big day. We uh, we moved uh, probably 95% of uh, our office to our new uh, 
a new facility. And uh, um, during practice, uh, the IT people came in and hooked up some of the computers, our printing machines, all those things. And hopefully uh, by tomorrow around noon, we'll, we'll be fully moved in. And, uh, and then we got to live in there for four or five months and see how it how it feels and then kind of finish it after the season's over and, and uh, get everything that that we feel uh, will make it uh, perfect. But it's it's so nice. It's it's almost, uh, you know, it's way nicer than I thought it would be. And mm. I'm so happy for uh, the guys. Uh, but when they when they decided they were going to do this and we're going to put offices in it, uh, I think it's helped everyone. It's helped the married center and the ticket people and, and uh, and then obviously the the space that we have is going to be really nice. That's exciting for you guys. Fantastic, uh, Phil. Next up here, uh, here at Malawi's. Yep. Next up, we have Brian. Hey, coach. Uh, how has the new practice facility impacted recruiting, or how do you expect it to impact recruiting? Well, I'll tell you the the, the most the best thing about it is that I don't get asked about it anymore. You know, every recruit wanted to know when is it going to happen, when is it going to be built. The parents, you know, because you know, you visit four or five different schools, and the ones who don't have it, that's a big question: is if it's in the plans and when's it going to be built. So, that's probably the best part about it, uh, um, as far as recruiting is concerned. But when the guys get there, when when people come and walk through it and see it, uh, and it's it's not, uh, you know, it's it's not a showpiece by any means. It's very functional, but it's been. Uh, it's been put together really well, high class, real quality equipment, our training room, our strength and conditioning room, uh, the, the player lounge, uh, the office area. Uh, everyone's impressed. And I think that the most important thing is the convenience of today's student athlete to improve their game is right here and they all recognize it. Also, while being able to still be a student and do a lot of it right there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the most important thing is, is – uh, what is the procedure to actually get to the place? We've had guys go to, to church gyms, to, to uh, corporate off, uh, gyms on, around the city, uh, high school gyms, the, the RB, the Smiths. And now, now you swipe your hand through there, and uh, that's where you go. You park in one place, and you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, moving from place to place and losing your parking space. I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, – that, that helps our guys. And you're not kidding around when you talk about swiping your hand. We're talking about fingerprint technology. It's it's uh, it's high tech, isn't it? Yeah. And then mine, I actually passed today. I got my hand scanned, and then it worked for me. So uh, you're in. I'm in. That's good to hear. Uh, last before the break, who do we have? Uh, next up is Becca. Who do you think is the best three-point shooter on this year's team? <laughs> Becca, of course. <laughs> she has her own. She has. She, she has the person she wants you to answer. She's wearing a shirt with Colby Leaveson on it. Okay, <laughs> so I think she thinks Colby's the best three-point shooter. And I, if I were, if I were in a contest, okay, and we were playing competitively, that's the guy I would pick first to be on my team because uh, when he gets rolling, he's as good as anything of anybody we've had. Uh, so I'm going to pick Colby. Becca, thanks for the question. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Some more questions for Coach Rose. We're here in Malawi's on BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Back after this. Welcome back to Malawi's here in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo for BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. We're on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. You can hear us on the radio, KSL. You can see us on the BYU Basketball Facebook Live page. We're in the Q&A section of the show, segment number two, and intern Phil. Phil Hyatt's got the wireless mic. Phil, who are you with? Yeah, next up we have Kirsten. Hi, Coach. Hello. Out of all the WC venue, WCC venues, what one is your favorite one to play at? Well, I, I uh, 
you know, they're all pretty challenging in their own way. But Gonzaga is such a great environment, uh, and we've won there the last couple of years, so that's uh, that's exciting. But the, the student section at Gonzaga is probably as active and uh, you know as involved and creative as uh, as there is anywhere. And uh, it's not as big as some of the you know the the arenas that we played in uh, over the years, like the Pit or at UNLV or or. Uh, um, down at uh, VA House Arena with San Diego State, but uh, uh, I, I love the feel of that uh, of that gym, and um, the success has been nice. It's always a full see a full house sellout, and even though you have got a couple of family members that help the BYU fan, because there's <laughs> not, not there's not a lot of tickets to be had there. There are so not very many BYU fans in that building. <laughs> it's it, it's a rare experience that way. A lot of places you go, you can put a lot of BYU fans to the building, but not yeah. not at the kennel. It's a different deal. All right, uh, last question for tonight, Phil. Yep, last one from us. We have Jeff. Hey, Coach, who are your current coaching mentors? You know, um, I'm I'm getting to be you know one one of the the, the last guys around, and uh, I had to, I, all the guys I played for were they were such good coaches, and I've taken so much from them. Uh, you know, we talked about this a week so with Steve Cleveland. You know, Steve was such an important part of. Uh, my development. Ken Wagner is a guy now that coached at BYU for years. He and I coached together at Dixie, and now he's uh, coaching the national team in Taiwan. Um, you know, th- those are uh, all guys that uh, I learned so much from. Kind of the guys that I talk to a lot right now are some of the guys I've worked with. You know, uh, Heath Royer is a, a kind of a, you know a really good friend of mine, and Dave Rice and uh, Coach Pope over at Utah Valley. So. Um, those are all guys that uh, we kind of run things by. And, and the one thing that it's it's nice to do when you're in the middle of your season is talk to other head coaches because you realize that they've got the same problems you've got. And <laughs> <laughs> we're all trying to, you know, to fight the same battle. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think that Coach Few has actually been, you know, a good, a really good guy to bounce things off of. But the last few years since we've been in the league, we've haven't had kind of the same uh, relationship, but uh, you didn't hang out at Christmas time then, up there. No, 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 we didn't. But uh, he has invited me to go fishing with him. Maybe I'll do that. Would have been ice fishing this past weekend. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Closing comments from the coach here on BYU basketball. Dave Rose here at Malawi's. All right, so welcome back to Malawi's here in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo for our final segment of BYU basketball. Dave Rose, great BYU fans here on hand tonight for tonight's show. Our thanks to Colby Lapson earlier in the program for joining us. About a minute left here on the show, a little less than a minute. Uh, time to look ahead one last time to this opening weekend of WCC play. Santa Clara home and LMU away to open league play, Coach. And uh, Santa Clara is a team that historically tend to do very well against. Yeah, and uh, a new coach, you know, with uh, a new program and a new system, and we'll have to uh, uh, really be ready for it. You know, just in that last time out there, we had one of the fans uh, that's here <laughs> tell me that uh, – I picked the wrong venue. The best venue in the WCC is obviously the Marriott Center, and that's where I like to play the most. And hopefully I wish we could play all our games there. But uh, uh, I do appreciate the fans who, who come out. It looks like that we'll have a good crowd this, this Thursday here. I, the tickets are good and sales are good, and hopefully we'll get everybody there early. And uh, I'm excited for this next chapter of this team to see how what we can do in this league schedule, knowing what we've got. And uh, and being ready to uh, to tackle uh, the the regular season. All right. Uh, well, next challenge. We'll next talk to you all, folks, in uh, two nights from tonight. Uh, Six o'clock pregame. Seven o'clock tip for BYU and Santa Clara on Thursday, folks. Thanks for being here for BYU basketball. Dave Rose and Malawi's. We'll talk to you next week. BYU basketball with Dave Rose.